And that takes us to chapter 8. And that takes us to chapter 8 this evening. The vision of the ripe fruit or the summer fruit. This is another vision that God showed him. There are about five visions. Who wants to tell me the number one vision? Number two? Number three? Number four? The vision of the summer fruit. Then you come and see the vision of God's judgment in the temple. That is going to take us to chapter 9. So now let's go to chapter 8, vision of summer fruit. This is what the sovereign Lord showed me. May God open our eyes to see visions. A basket of ripe fruit. This signified a time of harvest. Time of celebration. When people gather summer fruit, that is, it's summer fruit is gathered during the time of harvest. So it's time to celebrate. Like we do harvest time, people begin to sing. Yoruba people call it Ikore. You understand that people bring shepherds, they bring whatever God has used to bless them. We still do it today. That's what you hear Americans, they do Thanksgiving. A lot of you travel, it's time to give, it's time to celebrate their turkey and everything. That's what they're doing. You know, a time to celebrate. But let's see what God says when he showed uh, Amos this vision. This is what the Sovereign Lord showed me. A basket of ripe fruit. What do you see, Amos? He asked. A basket of ripe fruit, I answered. That is ripe harvest. Then the Lord said to me, The time is ripe for my people, Israel. I will spare them no longer. In that day, declares the Sovereign Lord, the song in the temple will turn to wailing, many, many bodies flung everywhere. Silence. It's going to be terrible. So this rifle that is talking indirectly, he's talking about the end is going to come. And when the end comes, what happened? War. Uh, 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 news of war all around, like what is happening. People will be fighting things. So rightful that is, the, the people are right in their sin and God is coming. Time of judgment. It's type of judgment. That's what it's referring to here. So when we look at that ripe fruit, it's a time that's supposed to be a merry time, fruitful time for people that are serving God. Hallelujah. But for people that are not serving, it's going to be a time that many, many bodies, a time of war, flung everywhere, silence and everything. Hear this. You who trample the needy and do away with the poor of the land, saying, when will the new moon be over? Referring to the new moon here is God's covenant for, for Moses. We are going to see that in my notes. That we, we may sell again. New moon is a type of holiday that God gives to the people, but they use your holiday to do their own thing. Like we come to church, you won't wait for the service to finish. How does it affect us? Holidays, you are celebrating Sunday because it talks about Sabbath. You won't wait for Sunday to, the, the, the church to finish because you have it in mind to go and buy something somewhere. You know, when I was preparing for this thing, God was saying that this is a type of the church of God today. The man of God is still preaching. I said, no, uh, before the choir finishes singing, I'll come back. By the time you know it, even the time of preaching, you use the time of preaching, the time of singing, the beginning of the church to the end to go and do your own shopping. And God is warning them here. When will the new moon be over? 
that we may sell grain. The Sabbath be ended, that we may market wheat. Their mind is not in the church. When they come to church, they are thinking of how they are going to make money. When God said we must make sure that we keep the Sabbath day what? Holy. That we may market wheat. Skip, skipping on the measure. Boosting the price. I remember in those days when I was taught this book of Amos. A lot of you know that in, in Nigeria, especially, I don't know whether it happened in other African nations. That thing that they used to pack the, the Congo, the Conga, whatever they call it. They press it inside. A deception, you know. They press it inside and when they put rice, they are, you are buying half of the rice. That is because I remember in those days when you, but they have pressed it. So, in those days, they, they used to use this Amos to teach business people in the church. Those of you selling rice, show them the real size. Don't sell them wrong size. This, this was the reason why the people in Amos 5 was uh, punished. You know, some of you are in business now. It's because of you. You see that uh, suit, you see that dress, it's because of you. Ah, you know that the real price is 100 pounds. Are you listening to me? Ah, because of you. Don't worry. Just pay 150. You know that the real price is 250. <coughs> this cloth, you don't joke with it, oh. It's 500 pounds. Those of you that tell lies in your businesses, deceiving people, you bring Coke and say, ah, this Coke, you know. Don't worry. A glass, or you are doing smoothie to sell. Don't worry. The smoothie, they sell it three pounds outside. Or two ninety nine. But when it gets to your own tongue, you sell it six pounds. He said it's because of you. And some people say, ah, they don't patronize me. You are selling bowl of rice. Everybody is selling it. Three pounds. Two ninety nine. You say because of you. You are selling your own five pounds. You know, there are different ways. Those of you that are in business, because he's talking to the merchant here. He says here, where will the new mood? They, they are always saying in their hearts, when they are fellowshipping, or when they are with the people, when will this service finish? So that we may market our food. I will quickly run to the market, do something. Skimming on the measures. Boosting the price. And cheating with dishonest scales. Buying the po uh, poor with silver. That is slavery. And the needy for a pair of sandals. Trade by butter. Selling even the sweeping with the even selling even the sweepings with the wheat. The Lord has sworn by himself. The pride of Jacob. I will never forget anything they have done. These are the people that are supposed to represent me well. They are my glory. They are my pride. But because they are doing this, what did he say? I'll never forget anything they have done. Will not the land tremble? It's going to cause earthquakes to come on them. For this, and all who live in it mourn. You can, I'm, not, I'm sorry to use this earthquake because we should mourn with those who mourn. Amen. He said, if the earth is going to tremble and it's going to cause some people to die. <laughs> May the Lord help us. And all who live in it will mourn. The whole land will rise like the Nile. It will be stirred up and then sink like the river of Egypt. In that day, declares the sovereign Lord. I will make the sun go down at noon. These are part of my message. It shall come to pass. Amen. <laughs> and darken the earth in the broad daylight. I will turn your religious festivals into mourning. And all your singing into weeping. 
I will make all of you wear sackcloth and shave your heads. I will make that time like mourning for an only son. And the end of, of it shall be a bitter day. The days are coming, declares the sovereign Lord. When I will send a famine through the land. Not a famine of food or a thirst for water. But a famine of hearing the word of God. Are we not experiencing it today? <laughs> you see all these prophets, they are talking about this famine of the word of God. That's what is happening. Some people are just going to church. They don't know the word. That's why God said to me, go and teach my people the word. Hence, you know, pillar and all these pillars that is going all around. Bible study. So that we can learn the Bible. The word of God will be there. They are, instead of famine, he said we will have plenty. So in Christ's tabernacle, we are blessed. We are enjoying the presence. We are enjoying the word of God. Let us not depart from them in Jesus' name. Let us not take it for granted. Because in these days, you will see, only people go for heat. They go, hey, ha, Satan, you got to go. Hey, hey, hey. People are just going to do what they like in the church. But here, we are taking the seriousness, the best of the best. The word of God. When we leave this place, the word of God follows us everywhere we go. We can discuss it. We know the word of God now. We are not just talking. We know the word of God. Instead of the famine of the word of God, here we are blessed. That's why you should know that God is really blessed in this church. Amen. And we must make sure that we adhere to everything that we have been taught. Said that we make that time like mourning for an only son. And the end of it like a bitter day. The days are coming, declares the sovereign Lord. When I will send a famine through the land. Not a famine of food or thirst for water, but a famine of hearing the word of the Lord. People will stagger from sea to sea. Is it not happening today? Are people not staggering from sea to sea? People die in the sea because they are coming out to, 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 because of uh, 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 war and all the rest of that. Send famine through the land, but a famine of hearing the word of the Lord. People will stagger from sea to sea. And wander from north to east, searching for the word of the Lord. But they will not find it. Thank God that we are finding it. In that day, the lovely young women and strong young men will faint because of thirst. He's mm. talking about young women that God has prepared them for, for, for the best of the best. He's talking of young men that God has given strength. But they will faint because of thirst. May we, may we not, may our young one, young women not not faint. May we not be thirsty for the things of God in Jesus' name. We have the fullness of it. Those who swear by the sin of Samaria who say, as surely as your God lives, Dan, or as surely as the God of Bathsheba lives, they will fall never to rise again. May that not be a portion in the name of Jesus. I rest my case. But in the note here, that ends chapter 8, and we're going to chapter 9. Israel to be what? To be destroyed. That is the fifth vision. The fifth vision is on the destruction of Israel. Amos' fourth vision of summer fruit in the basket. God asks Amos, what do you see? If God is asking you today, that what are you seeing? You know, a lot of us might be seeing grudges. A lot of us might be seeing enemies. A lot of us, because our scales are still in our eyes, they are, they've clogged our eyes. But when God asked Amos, what do you see? He answered, 
a basket of fruit, we must begin to see what God wants us to see. Not what ourselves want us to see. A lot of us are seeing what ourselves want us to see. Ourselves want us to see pride. And that is what we are seeing. The vision of pride. The pride of our life. We are seeing visions of people falling. We are seeing other different visions. But God wants to, us to see right. Because Amos saw right, we are beneficiary from it today. And he said, what do you see? as a basket of food. I see a, a, a harvest time. A ripe harvest. A time of harvest. That's what I see. And this is a sign of a time of harvest. I wrote here. A time of a ripe harvest. When there is joy and songs of thanksgiving. When, when, when there, uh, yes, when there is uh, joy and songs of thanksgiving are being rendered to show appreciation to God for a good harvest. That is what he saw. But instead of songs of joy, God said, look, the sign of a basket of food is a sign of a good harvest. It's a time that you, you, you harvest uh, summer fruit and then summer fruit that, that arrive that are good and you bring it for harvest in the church to sing. We are all happy. But God said... Instead of the song of, the, of joy, there will be sad songs. It that not be a portion. There will be sad songs and weeping instead of joy. Why? Then verse 4 explains it there. What did verse 4 say? Let's quickly go back to verse 4. Verse 4 says... Uh, Hear this, who trample the needy and do away with the poor of the land, saying, When will the new moon be over that we may sell grain? New moon festival that they are supposed to celebrate well. They celebrate it in haste. They are not supposed to celebrate it in haste. They are supposed to celebrate it well. So let's see the book of Numbers 10. You can write this against it. This is the Numbers 10, verse 10. And Numbers 28, 11. Let's quickly read it together. Numbers 10, 10, yes. Read, read, read. Everybody read. Let's look at what Numbers 28:11 says again. That is it. But what did they do? They do wrong, wrong thing. May that not be a portion. They're saying, when will the new moon be over that we may sell grain? All their heart is, how can we make profits? When God says, you must bring things to the house of God, you must do this, but their own heart is, how will they make profit? How will they go to the poor so that they can uh, 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 deal with the poor, giving them wrong prices? He says, that we may sell grain, and the Sabbath be ended, that we may market wheat. Skimping on the measure, boosting the price, and cheating with dishonest scales. 
I want you to mark this. This is what the instead of coming to celebrate and doing great things, they continue to sin. They, they, they manipulate the measurement. They raise the prices, like I've told you. And they cheat with dishonest skills. Buying the poor with silver, even the enslaved people. And they sell people for, for, for nothing. And the needy for a pair of sandals. Selling even the sweeping with the wheat. May that not be us. The merchant, the business people, their heart is not in God. You ordain elder, you ordain deacon. You are not even everybody is being blessed. Everybody is doing something in the church, but you you decide not to. As far as I'm concerned, this is the way I want to live my life. This was a covenant holiday. That is the new moon and the Sabbath. Especially the new moon was a covenant holiday that Moses started. Instead, the merchant hurried back to their businesses, even on a Sabbath and new moon holiday. Sunday is supposed to be for rest, but you you have asked a customer to come and wait for you. The service is not going on uh, fast as, as you think. So you will have bought the service and go and look for your gain. This was what they were doing. And that's why the punishment was upon them. This was a covenant holiday that Moses started. Instead, the merchants hurry back to their businesses even on the Sabbath and new moon holiday. They also take advantage of the poor. Let's look at Leviticus 19, 35 to 36. Leviticus 19, 35-36 and uh, Micah and Ezekiel also spoke against these practices and that you can see in Micah chapter 6 verse 10 and Ezekiel 45, 9-12 we might not read that because time is past spent now God also hates the way they sell the people as slaves to seize thee for this reason the Lord made a promise he used his name the pride of Jacob the glory of Israel. And you can see this too also in 1 Samuel 15:19 and uh, Psalm 47 verse 5. Yeah. So you can see it there. May the Lord help us. So he called himself, he said, The Lord has won. For this thing that they're doing, God said, has won by himself. The pride of Jacob. I will never forget anything that, have, uh, that they have done. May we do good things. Because this bad thing that God said they have done, He said, we'll not forget it. Will not the land tremble for this? For this reason, the land is going to tremble. That this is going to cause earthquake to come. And all who live in it will mourn. May that not be a portion. To be stirred up and then sink like the river of Egypt. In that day declares the, the, the sovereign Lord, I will make the sun go down at noon. May that not be a portion. And darken the earth in broad daylight. I will turn your religious festival into mourning. May that not be us in Jesus' name. Time of celebration, instead of celebrating, is going to be mourning. May it not be a portion. And all your singing into weeping. I will make all of your, uh, all of you wear sackcloths and shave your heads. These are signs of mourning. I will make that time like morning for an only son and the end of it like a bitter day. The days are coming, declares the sovereign Lord, whom I will, uh, when I will send a famine through the land, not a famine of food or 
a thirst for water, but a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. And this is happening today, famine of hearing the words of God. People are no more preaching God. People go to church to hear what their eating ears want to hear. That's what people go to church for. You will make it tomorrow. Amen. Your hands are blessed. Amen. But what the hands that you say is going to be blessed. What are you using those hands for? You are using it to, to steal. You are using it to take pen in the offices. And they are saying that you, God is going to bless you. The enemy will come and remind you. What about that pen? Some of us, we are privileged. The enemy will say, ah, that pen that you took from that sister, you know. You deliberately say you are not going to give it back. And they are saying the Lord is going to bless the works of your hand. So the works of your hand that you are stealing, that's what God is going to bless the stealing, is going to come with poverty. That's why people go to church to hear the famine of the word of God. But in this church we are privileged. So we must continue to thank God. Ourselves, our children, we are blessed on a daily basis. And God is doing great and mighty things in our lives. We have nothing to regret. Even though there is going to be famine of the word of God, People will stagger from sea to sea, wandering from north to east, searching for the word of the Lord, but they will not find it. These are people that are rebellious. They will rebel in the church here, then go to another church. The same thing their itching ears does not want to hear is what they are hearing. God will be repeating it. They will hear it through friends. Even if they are not hearing it in the church that they have gone to, they will hear it through media, through many things, but they will not change. Because this is what the Bible says. But let this word of God that we are hearing today, let it change us. He said there will be famine of the word of God. We will not, it will not come to us. It will not come to pass in our own life. In the name of Jesus. He said in that day, the lovely young women and strong young men will faint because of thirst. That is not our portion. We will not faint. We will not grow weary. Because we are people that are waiting on the Lord. Isaiah 40, 31. Those who wait on the Lord shall be what? They shall renew their strength. They will walk and they will not grow weary. They will run. They will not faint. Those who swear by the sin of Samaria, who say, as surely as your God, uh, God lives, God, or as surely as your God or Bathsheba lives, they will fall never to rise again. May we not be such people. You know, that's what I'm trying to tell you. After you have known the Lord, you have said, God, God is blessing you and everything. And then you are going back into the world. Say, don't worry. Don't worry. As far as I'm concerned, I don't believe in that anymore. God is not difficult. As you are taking it difficult. You pull out too much. Is it what Mamma is teaching you? It's difficult. God, God knows that we are human. And they'll be doing all this thing. They will not go back to, to their sin. That is what he's talking about here. Dan, Bathsheba, all these places are places of God for worship. But people have turned it into pagan place. And they are going to do their pagan activities there. But guess what will happen to them? He said they will fall, never to rise again. May we not fall in this Christian race in Jesus' name. Amen. 11 to 13 said the people had no appetite for God's word. When prophets like Amos brought it, because of their apathy, God said he would take away even the opportunity to hear his word. We have God's word. Amen. Uh, which is the Bible. But many still look everywhere for answer to life's problem. Uh, to life's problem, except in the scriptures. You can help them 
by directing them to the Bible. And that is what God wants us to do. In this time that God said his word is going to be scared, uh, uh, it's going to scare us, people will be thirsty of the word of God. Let us help people to understand the scripture like I'm doing today. The Lord, the spirit of God will, will, will come more upon you to give you utterance. We know what happened to, uh, to Peter in the book of Acts chapter 2. When he received the Holy Spirit, you can, that is a Bible reference. They, they will be following Jesus. They've been doing everything. Even Jesus told him, he said, you will deny me three times when the cock crows. You know, he did deny Jesus, but the word of God be, became real again. And he said they should go and gather together and pray. That the, the word that Jesus told them came to mind again. And they went to gather together to pray. And that was what caused uh, them to be able to enjoy the, the, the Pentecost. Holy Ghost came upon them. And you see, Peter, Peter started sharing the word of God. His life did not remain the same. Let us be that Peter, the new Peter, that was full of the Holy Spirit and giving utterance about the word of God. And in this time that the word of God is scarce, is cast, or people are thirsty of the word of God, let's carry our children along. I want to beg uh, families, make sure that your Bible devotion in the house, you must not omit it. Carry your children along. If you fail the morning devotion, when you get home in the evening, make sure that you, even if it's common, uh, reciting the Bible or get the, 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 the tape there, let the Bible keep on. It's, there's something that God is putting in my head now. The Bible will be, there's going to be Bible reading. You know that Bible that we use in Shiloh Pillar here? Uh, Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Uh-huh. Just, even if it's not video, just read it. Let it, even this church, I'm going to tell us to, sorry, when anybody is passing through, you will be here, maybe he's now reading the book of uh, Genesis. We start from Genesis. Uh, as some people have had Genesis, they have gone. Yeah, as read up to uh, the book of Acts, maybe it's Acts. This, the scripture that you hear, let the word of God keep on because that is what God is prompting me to do in my home now. So that when we are passing, when we are worshipping, the same thing with the word of God, Apostle's message. We are not making the best use of it as we ought to. You understand? This Bible study, let it be somewhere in the church every day. I want people to volunteer to be doing to put it on. So that everywhere, we have all these things that we have connected them. So when we are in this place, even if it's prayer meeting that people are praying that have been recorded, let the word of God continue to ring bell in your homes, in the church. And when you are going anywhere in your car, let the word of God be what you are hearing. You know, people love, I, I know people, there's nothing bad in singing. It's the word of God we are singing. But people get carried away with only this thing. <laughs> you know, you are singing, you know, but let's hear, let the word. Even when you are singing, let the word be meaningful to you. Amen. And that is what I'm receiving. And that is what I'm receiving. I'm receiving again for us here. That the word of God should be our number one. In our homes. In our bedrooms. In our kitchen. It's not that. Ah, no, no, no. Pause, pause, pause. I just want to quickly do something in the kitchen. No, it's not going to happen like that. As he's he's talking in the kitchen, he's going to be talking in the bedroom. He's going to be talking in the living room. He's going to be talking everywhere. So that our children too, they will know uh, more about the word of God. And the Lord will bless us. In Jesus' name. Is there any question? Is there any question? Any question? Any question? Or you want to add something that God has given to you? Yes? Leave a microphone for me. I love you to read ahead as well. So that God will be saying something to you.
can hear it. I'm ready to hear. I'm ready to learn as well. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In, in response to what Mommy have taught us today, if we turn quickly to Revelation chapter 22, uh, verse 12. This is Jesus himself speaking to John. He said, Behold, I'm coming soon. My reward is with me. And I will give to everyone according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the ending. So this has always been my guiding light because I know that my rewarder, Jesus, is surely coming back. And everything we do, if it is good, you're going to get your reward from Jesus. And if it is bad, then you should expect the same reward. Praise God. question no. yes okay praise god it's just a contribution of what ministered to me while i was preparing in verse six it says that the last bit of it said selling even the sweeping with the wheat and if we go to the, i'm sure is in root what it says is that every month, because in these days we get salary, you are not supposed to use all your money just on yourself. And that's what they were doing because the sweeping was supposed to be left on the farm so that people that are poor can come and pick it, which was what happened in the case of um, um, Ruth. And that's something I just want to... Ma? The remnants on the field, when they harvest, they remain, those that drop, they are not supposed to be sold, they are supposed to be left. But how it applies to us is that we should always give part of our offering. We shouldn't eat everything. And there's a part of the scripture that says that we should not eat our seed as well. So we should separate our seed, we should separate whatever we have and bless other people around us. Praise, praise God. From chapter 7, the prophetic utterance there. Sorry, I'm taking us back a little. That um, Amos made. It raised the prayer point in my heart. And I was just looking at the wife of Amaziah. Very innocent she may have been on her own. And a terrible utterance is coming on her head because of her husband's misbehavior. And I was just, it came very personally to me, and I felt to raise it up for us all. Let my, if today is the word unrighteousness or complacency with God, not bring reproach on my family. Because innocent sons and daughters now, all a, a, a negative feedback said they will, be, they will fall by this word, your wife will become a prostitute. And it was quite deep to my own heart, and it's a prayer that God would help me to be faithful all the way and not be complacent in any way and bring reproach on people around, even the community where I live or my place of work, just because of my own failures in faithfulness to God. Amen. I hope you understand what that brother That is very deep. Because of your careless way of life, it can reflect on your family. It can reflect on your friends. It can reflect in your home. Your careless... Your carelessness, like now, we are here studying the word of God. Some people have come with their family. Some people left their family. They have to sleep. 
He carried it. Eh? May the Lord help us. You must, our carelessness must not bring. Look at it. Your carelessness can bring disgrace. It can bring problems. It can bring a lot of things. It's a very big prayer that we have to pray. pray that Lord help me to reflect you on a daily basis. Do you understand? And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Because your wife will become a prostitute in the city. What can make somebody's wife become prostitute? You, you just, you know, like the man, they will separate the man from the woman and then cause men to come and be chasing the woman up and down. Ah, may God help us. And your sons and daughters will fall by the sword. That is, they will go to war and not come back in those days. Your land will be measured and divided up. And you yourself will die in a pagan country. And Israel will surely go into exile. Away from their native land. May that not be us in Jesus' name. Would you like to be part of a vibrant church in the midst of beautiful, awe-inspiring surroundings? Christ Faith Tabernacle at the CFT Cathedral Woolwich is now open for all. Apostle Alfred Williams, apostolic leader to churches around the globe, warmly invites you to come and be part of this incredible move of God. Every Sunday at 10 a.m., 186 Power Street, Woolwich, London. In our beautiful, recently refurbished cathedral, we are seeing miracles happen, people healed, needs are met, lives are transformed. The Word of God is preached with power through Apostle Alfred Williams. I wanted to know this, that there is a God in heaven who has sent His Son, Jesus Christ, and by Him, anyone who believes in Him, carry the very authority of God which, with which He created the heavens and the earth. Jesus said, freely you receive and freely give. I want to say this to you. Stop going around to people. Kneel down where you are. Talk to the God who created the heavens and the earth in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and you will receive your miracle now. And be sure not to miss our two life-changing events. Overcomers Night Vigil. Hear the voice of God. Receive life-changing teaching. Be lifted through dynamic worship. Become an overcomer on the last Friday of every month at 7pm. And also come and celebrate with us at our exciting monthly victory nights. Receive your breakthrough. Be empowered to win. Come and claim your victory on the first, second and third day of every month. Whatever age, nationality or background you are from, there is something very special for you at the Christ Faith Tabernacle Cathedral, Woolwich. Every Sunday at 10 a.m., 186 Power Street, Woolwich, London, SE18 6NL.